I don't think that light and airy art really belongs in the wedding photography world because a wedding day is such an important milestone in people's lives. It's such an important day that I just think it should be captured in a very pure way. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. I am extremely happy that you are here. I am so glad to be in your ears and on top of your mind. Before we get started, if you can help me grow my podcast, if you would quickly just take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and post that to Instagram and tag either Complete Wedding Ed or Add a Girl Photo and let others know that you're listening and learning, I would appreciate that so much. Just as a reminder, this podcast correlates to a book I wrote that released just last week on October 20th. If you want to know more information about this book, you can log on to Complete Wedding Ed, that is completeweddinged.com, to learn uh, more information about the book and where you can buy it. You can also join my growing Facebook group where you can interact with other couples and other parents of couples where you can learn how to get the very best wedding images from your photographer, no matter who you hire. All right, so let's dig right into today's topic. Do you want to document your wedding day with light and airy images? Before we start discussing this, I want to just say that I believe light and airy images, light and airy photography is a trend. Trends eventually go away. They don't last forever. And I will add this in the show notes, but if you want to go back and listen to episode 10, I talk about a lot of other trends that made their way into wedding photography that have already died. And I discuss how these trends tend to date your wedding photos, probably in ways that you don't necessarily want them to. Art. Art is subjective. What may be attractive to one person isn't necessarily attractive to another person. And I just want to preface this whole episode by saying that I don't think that light and airy photos are unattractive. I think they are very attractive. What's or how I disagree with light and airy images is 
first and foremost, I think they're a trend. And secondly, I think that those images, probably 95% of the time, are captured incorrectly. And we'll get to that here in a minute. But before we do, art is subjective. It's, you know, not all art is appeasing or not all art appeals to all people. There's all kinds of art that I can't even begin to understand. Abstract art. I, I look at abstract art in, for instance, an abstract painting and it, it looks, a lot of times it looks like a three-year-old made it. Like I just don't get it. But sometimes those pieces sell for millions of dollars. You know, there's modern art. There's impressionist art. There's pop art. There's Cubanism, surrealism, contemporary art, and fantasy art. And there's all kinds of art, which leads me to lightnary art. And I I don't think that lightnary art really belongs in the wedding photography world because a wedding day is such an important milestone in people's lives. It's such an important day that I just think it should be captured in a very pure way, a very traditional and classic way. Merriam and Webster Dictionary defines a trend as something that is currently popular or fashionable. And the word currently triggers me to think that a trend isn't something that is always, underscore always, going to be popular or fashionable. And that is the biggest reason why I think that your wedding images should not be documented with a trend, because it's not always going to be popular or fashionable. And I might get a lot of flack for this episode of my podcast, but that's okay, because I don't really hear a lot of other photographers speaking out about this. But I really think it's an important conversation to have. Just to make a quick analogy or metaphor about lightenary wedding photographies, looking back, I grew up in the 80s. And if you're not very familiar with the 80s, we wore our hair pretty much as high as we could make it stand. If you've never heard of Aquanet hairspray, it's probably the reason why there is a hole in the ozone layer today. But Aquanet hairspray would make your your hair stand up inches off your head, literally inches, three, four inches high off of your scalp. But no one told us, well, I guess our parents did, but besides our parents, no one told us that we look goofy with our hair so high. But looking back, I mean, even as early as the 90s, we could look back at our prom pictures and our graduation pictures. And probably there's even some people who looked back at their wedding pictures and probably totally regret their hairstyle. And they probably 100% wished that they had went with a more traditional classic hairstyle that would have withstood the test of times. When planning an event, 
you may be struggling with innovative ways to keep your guests entertained. You don't want to host an event that is boring and unmemorable. Picture Me SA comes in and provides high quality photo booth experiences. Guests will be raving over the fun and memories captured at your event. Whether you're hosting an elegant wedding, trendy brand activation, in person or virtual, Picture Me SA has got you covered for your next event. Contact Jerry and Gwen at area code 210-549-7711 or at www.picturemesa.com. That's Picture Me in the letters S as in San Antonio, A.com. So something as important as your wedding day, this is my opinion, should be captured and documented in a classic, traditional manner or method, not with a trend. And let me repeat, let me quote Merriam and Webster again, not with something that is currently popular or fashionable. Over the years, I have been to a number of photography workshops. These workshops have been taught by some of the biggest, most respected names in the industry. I have been to three of Nick Pecridi's workshops. I've gone to a workshop with Johnson Wee and K to Z and Yervant and Rocco Ancora and Jerry Guiones and Two Man Studio and Salvatore Domino. These are all masters and double masters of WPPI. Well, except for Jerry, he's a double grand master, which is the very highest accolade that, that you can um, attain in WPPI. And Yervant, um, he is actually a grand master of the AIPP and Two Man Studio, who were named Fearless Photographers of the Year, which is a phenomenal feat uh, for multiple years in a row. And in all of these workshops that I have attended over the years, not a single one of these photographers has ever instructed me to blow my highlights or taught me to capture my highlights in my image in a way that they lack detail. In fact, in a lot of these workshops, we are at the beginning of the workshop, we are always referred back to review paintings of the Renaissance period, um, paintings from the 14th through the 17th centuries. And when we look at these paintings from this classic time in our history, no one was painting light and airy. No one was blowing their highlights in their paintings. We, you know, we were looking at Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci and Raphael. And I actually can't even remember all of the master painters that we were looking at. But when we went back and looked at these paintings, we were taught that these master painters always used the brightest part of the image to tell the viewer what the most important part of the painting was. So, for instance, in Michelangelo's The Creation of Adam, that is the painting that is on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. That 
painting depicts God giving life to Adam. And Adam is laying on the edge of the earth and God is carrying is carried by some angels. And in this image, God is demonstrated as the most important subject in the painting because he is the one who is brightest. Adam is not the the brightest. The angels are not the brightest. The edge of the earth is not the brightest. It is God who is the brightest in the painting. So that is telling, Michelangelo was telling the viewer that God is the most important part of the painting. Another example that can be seen is in one of the most recognizable paintings in the world, and that is in Da Vinci's Mona Lisa. The, the most light in the painting is shining on Mona Lisa's face, not her hands, not her dress, not the trees in the background, not the sky. Her face is the brightest part of the painting. Da Vinci wanted to emphasize her face. So just to play devil's advocate here, in some of the light and airy wedding images that I've seen, I've seen sidewalks, bells, skies, rooftops, and a whole lot of other non-important stuff be the brightest part of light and airy images. And further, absolutely no details can be seen in some of the really important parts of the images. For all intents and purposes, some of these parts of the images may as well be a piece of typing paper. They are completely blown. They completely lack every single bit of detail that was probably in the images. So for instance, there are pieces of dresses that look like a piece of typing paper. Why spend any money at all on your dress if when you're looking back through your wedding day images and you're not going to see any of the Italian lace or the Swarovski crystals or your handcrafted beadwork or the tool? If you're not going to see any of those details in your images, then why even bother with purchasing an expensive dress? You really want your images to maintain all the images and the highlights or the brightest parts of the images, your dress, your veil, the sky, if you have white flowers, candles, your gobo on the wall, whatever, you know, whatever the brightest parts of your your wedding images are. And in contrast, you also want to see details in the darkest parts of your images. That will be a properly exposed image. All right, so food for thought. When is the last time you watched a light and airy TV show or a light and airy movie? Let's look to Hollywood for inspiration. If Hollywood is not doing it, why would you? Or if a method hasn't been around since the 14th through 17th centuries, why would you use it to document your wedding day? Just open your eyes and look at the world. This is basically how your wedding images should look. This style, when you open your eyes and look out the window... This style will never die. It will never become unpopular. I promise you. All right, guys. So that is today's episode. If you want to find other ways to find me, you can look me up on the web at atagirlphoto.com. That is atagirlphoto.com. If you want to find me on social media, I am pretty much everywhere. 
You can search for my handle, ATA Girl Photo, and you can find uh, my book on Instagram by looking for that handle, Complete Wedding Ed. If there's a topic you want me to cover or a specific question you want me to answer, just shoot me an email at Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y, at atagirlphoto.com. As always, thank you so much for listening. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate your time. Have a stunning day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time, and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.